Hello and welcome back to the Seacoast Community Church Podcast. We are in week three and today we continue our our swimming into Dane Ortland's book, Deeper, a book that is intended to help us experience real change as we go deeper into the heart of Christ and deepening our relationship with him. Today we are talking about chapter 4, which is embrace, which is essentially the love of God, or rather, that God is love, right? The Bible tells us this, 1 John 4, 8, that God is love. Now, this does not talk about an attribute of God. Like, this is one of the many attributes of God. But when it says that, when the Bible says that God is love, it's telling us that love is intrinsic to the very essence of, of, of God, that this is intrinsic to his nature, that God is love, and uh, this is quite profound because this this speaks to how God relates to us. And this also speaks to the passion of God. And this also speaks to how God relates to sinners and unbelievers. And I think this also speaks to how God responds in wrath towards those who are unbelieving. I mean, if God is love, this is intrinsic to his nature and God and everything that he does from sustaining us, from providing for us, everything in the world, all of creation is a testament to the not only the reality of God, but that God is love. And when man does not acknowledge it, when man discards it, when man pretends that God does not exist, what are they doing? They are refusing to see the love of God. They are refusing to accept the love of God. And so God cannot help because God is love to respond to the refusal of his love with a just anger and wrath. It is the reason why Christ came into the world. In the cross of Jesus Christ, we see the love of God not only towards his own people that he came, that God uh, was intending to purchase and redeem, but in it we see what happens when God's love is rejected. Namely, the sinners are, are objects of the anger and fury of God. But we're not talking about that aspect today. We're talking about the other aspect. We're talking about the God, how God relates to those who believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and this is, I, I just wonder how much you reflect on the, on God's love. Now, if I asked you whether or not you believe that God loves you, you'd probably say yes. But how much do you believe it? Listen, God's love for you is not determined by performance. It's not determined by what you do. It's not determined by church attendance. It's not determined by how sinless you are. That God is love means that 
God, that it is intrinsic to his nature. And so he loves us despite what we do or don't do. And for some of you, you may have a hard time believing that God loves you. You you believe it, you, you know it intellectually, but do you really believe it in your heart? Some of you might do well in just spending some time reflecting and meditating on the love of God and ref- and just thinking about how much you believe that God loves you because he he does though the Puritan Thomas Goodwin wrote that Christ is love covered with flesh so Jesus Christ is the embodiment of love he's the embodiment of the love of God and what did the embodiment of the love of God do? What is the, What did this love covered in flesh do? He died for you, to save you, to reconcile you to God. And it is our reflecting on this truth, on this reality, that might lend itself to helping us grow deeper into our relationship with Christ. It is this reflection that might help us to see growing and lasting change in our lives as we consider the love of God in Christ and what that love did, namely in dying for our sins. We might find ourselves, you might find yourself growing less attached to sin. You might see sin's power over you as beginning to weaken as you embrace and deepen your your faith in God's love for you. And it is this love that then leads to acquittal, which is another chapter that he talks about in his book. This acquittal, this idea that you are justified in Jesus Christ. What did the love of God and Christ accomplish? It accomplished justification. You, all your sins have been paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ. You are no longer guilty. You're no longer condemned, but you are redeemed. You are set free. You are innocent. You have been justified through the blood of Jesus Christ. This is something that happens outside of us. But what happens inside of us? What happens inside of us is that then you are sanctified. You are given the Holy Spirit of God to sanctify you, to make you that justification and a, a, a growing reality in your everyday life. You have already been declared innocent. And the work of sanctification is the work of walking in that justification. You have been declared free, and now it's walking in that freedom. You have been declared innocent, and now it's walking in that innocency. That is the purpose of sanctification, and this is what God has given His Spirit for, to help you in this work of applying the justification of Christ into your life. And so it would do us great, great good to reflect on these things and remember them. And and this is essentially, he is just rehearsing the gospel. (laughs) He's essentially 
helping us to think about or reminding us of the incredible blessings and gifts that comes with the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? The, the gospel doesn't get old. And so he, this is what essentially he's, he's doing. He's helping us to think deeply on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So continue to think deeply on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, we're going to leave it there. Next week, we'll conclude with one other, with one more chapter in this book, and then I will give you my, my concluding thoughts as I've read through this book. So I hope that you'll tune into next week's episode. I hope that you have been enjoying this so far. And as I said, essentially, the book is asking us to meditate on Christ, on our need for a Savior, to despair over our sins, to reflect on what we have through the gospel of Jesus Christ, such as justification and our in the process of sanctification, a, a work that we do not do alone, but we do it with the Holy Spirit of God. And as I said, we will conclude this book next week. So I'll see you then.